Hello and welcome to Zoom with Zarni. Today is Thursday, August 18th, and I'm happy to have on this week's uh, guest, Alyssa Italiano. She is a town board member of the town of Manlius, a new town board member running to in a two-filled vacancy seat uh, created this year. Uh, John Deere, you may remember last year, uh, was the town board member and he uh, ascended to be the town supervisor of Manlius, which created an opening that is being filled on an even year. And Alyssa uh, is was appointed by the town board, become a town board member, and then now is running for election this year and next year because she's only running to fill the vacancy for one year and then running for a full term next year. So um, it's an interesting conversation about that quirk in election law, but also about town government. That's not something that we talk about a lot in even years because usually town uh, elections happen in odd years, but um, because that's not a lot, of the, it's interesting to talk about. And of course, the town of Manlius is this huge uh, democratic uh, bastion now. It's a, an ascending democratic town uh, that almost every elected official in the town is a Democrat uh, that has been on the ballot the last few years, uh, which is something that is different for Onondaga County. Uh, and uh, I think it's uh, interesting for you I, I believe most of my viewers are Democrats, not not all, I'm sure. But interesting for you to hear about Democrats in the suburbs as opposed to Democrats only in the, in the city of Syracuse. Today, a press conference was had uh, about uh, redistricting in Onondaga County. Uh, this is the Onondaga County redistricting process, which you may remember last year was part of a very highly contentious partisan uh, reapportionment commission and vote by and veto and vote by the county legislature and then another vote by the county legislature uh, to draw maps that I have criticized and many have criticized as partisan gerrymanders and uh, and racial dilution. Uh, these maps, um, you know, have split Onondaga County, much like their predecessor maps in 2011 did. And we held a press conference today to uh, announce that we are finally filing a lawsuit now. You may wonder why it took so long since these maps were passed back in December of last year. Well, this is a grassroots organization of uh, some elected Democrats, but, you know, we don't have a huge organization behind us. We don't have a lot of money behind us. This is stuff that we have done on our own uh, with, much of, with some small funds raised to get this started. Uh, it took a little time to put all of this together. Plus, there was a new law in place that was going through uh, the courts already that was ruled on in just in May. So really, we've uh, really been working on this intensely for the last three months after that law was ruled on so we can get a, a good idea of how we're going to attack this. Our hope is that we can get this to a special master and have a, a neutral party draw the lines for Onondaga County, much like a neutral party draw, drew the lines for New York State. Uh, this will make sure that any partisan bias is taken out of it and uh, the citizens' community needs are served. So I hope uh, you pay attention to the news reports about that. And uh, I'll, you know, if you're interested, we'll have links uh, for how to uh, support that redistricting effort as well, because this is a grassroots organization doing this on behalf of citizens as opposed to party interests. And we're taking on Onondaga County, which has a $1.4 billion budget. So they're gonna have all the resources they need we need your help. So check out that link in my bio.
And then, of course, once again, uh, early voting is continuing uh, today. If you're watching this, uh, it's probably over for today. Uh, it was 10 to 6 on Thursday, but early voting will continue this weekend, 10 to 6 on Friday and 9 to 5 on Saturday and Sunday for the August 23rd primary. You can still get an absentee if you want to come into our office and apply and get an absentee then or have somebody pick it up for you. Uh, you can go to any of our eight early voting sites and vote uh, the next three days. And of course, on Election Day, Tuesday, August 23rd, um, you can uh, vote at any poll site in Onondaga County. About 150 poll sites will be open, but not at any poll site, at your poll site, the one that you are assigned uh, that we sent you out an informational mailer. And if you're, uh, and, and the polls are open from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. Of course, all of this information can be found at onvote.net. So thank you very much. And please stick around for my interview with Alyssa Italiano, a uh, town board member in Manlius and running for two elections in two years. Uh, and, uh, you know, what it's like to be doing that uh, in today's political climate. Bye-bye. And we're back. And I'm very happy to have my new friend, uh, Councillor Alyssa Italiano. She is the brand new councillor out in one of my favorite towns, the town of Manlius, the burgeoning democratic town of Manlius. Uh, Alyssa, thank you so much for coming on Zoom with Zarni. Thank you very much for having me. So Alyssa, you are a brand new counselor. You're in a weird situation. You're running in an even year. And that's because uh, the person who uh, was in that spot, John Deere, is now the supervisor. He got elected supervisor this last year which created a two-fill vacancy, which creates a weird situation where you have to run for this year. You've been appointed by the council. You're on the town board. You're running for this year, and then you have to run again next year. Uh, so, you know, what's it like knowing that you have to run two years in a row, and why would you do this to yourself? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's definitely interesting it's very different I'm doing it backwards so when they were first talking to me about this they told me that I would have to start campaigning right away and I and have to do it again two years in a row so when they said right away I mean I thought I might have like a month or two maybe to start you know actually being a town counselor and then I could start campaigning but it was two days later that I had to turn in my letter saying I was going to be running in this position for the election this November. And I was like, really? Two days? <laughs> but it's been very interesting. And I'm, I love it. It's actually been awesome. I've actually, I'm probably maybe a little weird, maybe, because I've loved going door to door and talking to everybody and getting to know everybody. It's been one of my favorite things, engaging with all the residents and community members that we have here and everything. So it's 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 different. Well, as an old uh, campaign guy, I love hearing when candidates say they love go door to door because that's usually the thing that sinks or swims, especially a first time candidate. And the fact that you like going door to door is, uh, you know, a credit to your, you know, personality and your constituent outreach. Yes, I mean, it might, it's awesome. Not everyone's that receptive right away when you go knocking on their door. So sometimes they're like, you have really interesting responses sometimes. I knocked on someone's door this past weekend and their response was, are you a realtor? 
which was a very unexpected <laughs> response when you knock on someone's door. And I'm like, a realtor? No. And I just start talking to them and they're like, oh, just stick your card in the mailbox. They're, I don't, I don't vote. I'm not, I don't vote. Just stick the card in the mailbox. I'll give it to the rest of my household later. And I just started talking to them about stuff because they actually had a really cool looking mailbox and I actually really liked it. And just through speaking to them about that and some other stuff that was going on in the area and everything that she was like, okay, give me your card. And I'm actually going to read it about this and your opponent and everything. And I think I'm actually going to vote this year. And actually, that was actually really like pleasing to me. I was just because the most important thing is that you vote, whether you vote for me or somebody else, just vote. So Obviously, I want you to vote for me. But right, just of course, you, you, of course you do. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, the, those kind of retail stories are, are what we hear a lot about uh, in successful campaigns. Uh, but you weren't, you know, obviously, um, you know, you're, you're new to politics. This is your first run for public office. Uh, what do you do, and, and town board is not a full-time position, uh, what do you do uh, in your day job? What's your background? Uh, and, and why did you want to run uh, for town board? So, well, there's a lot of questions in that one, so let's break it down. I, I'm, good so. at, I'm good at that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So my day job is in risk management and affordable housing development in the public sector in Syracuse Housing Authority. So risk management, most people are like, what's that? Um, basically, I it's insurance. <laughs> to bundle it all up into one thing, I handle over 30 different insurance policies for the agency. Um, when there's a fire, I go there to the unit. I handle that situation and make sure we get the unit resolved and repaired and back online as soon as possible. Um, we're at right now, I'm actually dealing with a situation I never thought I would be dealing with in my life, which is the aftermath of a, an explosion in a 12-story building. So, and it's a senior citizen, elderly, disabled building. And that's a primary population that we actually serve, our elderly residents and those with disabilities, people with disabilities. Um, my, I went to school, to, I went to Syracuse University and I graduated from the Maxwell School there with a degree in policy studies and economics. The motto of my degree was do good and do well. I've basically been an advocate my entire life for things when I've seen injustice or something that could be approved upon or made better for people. I, or even myself, even for paying it forward for, and it's even been an improvement for people after me, I've always just gone for it and try to make it better. It's just ingrained in me for some reason. <laughs> my entire life. Um, so that's what I do on that side for risk management. I'm also very familiar with affordable housing, with the housing developments and things like that. I've helped to develop and rehab over 150 units of affordable housing stock into our stock in the city of Syracuse. And it's awesome because a lot of people wouldn't have this opportunity if it weren't for these units being put back into, the, into our inventory in the city. Um, so I've been helping out in that area for my, for the last 10 years doing that. I've also been a fair housing here officer and impartial, but I have to be impartial for that. Sit on committees for the insurance company, one of our insurance companies there, which is a national company. So I interact with a very diverse group of people there. Um, and I also have a lot of other qualifications, but I don't need to go through my resume for that side of stuff right now. Um, as far as running for the town board, it's a very interesting story how I came upon, upon this opportunity. 
I honestly didn't know that they were interviewing for appointments to the town board. I was actually asked to apply for an opening on the Zoning Board of Appeals by my neighbor who was the, also on my HOA board with me. And she was at the time the chair of the Zoning Board of Appeals. She's now on the planning board. So I was like, okay, because she thought I'd be a good fit. So I was like, okay. So I turned in my resume for the Zoning Board of Appeals. I had my interview on December 28th with, the, with her as well as Counselor Caitlin Creasel and John Deere, who's the town supervisor now. The next day, I received a phone call back from Councilor Caitlin Creasel asking if I'd be interested in serving on the town board. And I'm like, wait, you mean the board board? <laughs> Which is kind of surprising to me. And she talked to me about it a little bit because I asked, like, what exactly does it entail and everything? I was honestly just really shocked that I was going from the Zoning Board of Appeals to the town board because I believe in paying your dues. And I had seen the Zoning Board of Appeals as my way of getting as my foot through the door because I had always anticipated and hoped and seeing myself in being in politics someday. And I just was looking for an opportunity to get into this area for it. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll get in that way. So after speaking with her and everything, I had an interview on that Friday, which was New Year's Eve. So December 28th to December 31st, I interviewed with her as well as Councillor Heather Elson Waters and Councillor Sarah Bonder. Then on Monday, I had a call from John Deere and he, basically tried to scare me a lot about the, this appointment, telling me how I would have to be campaigning this year as well as next year, because it's an appointment to fill a one-year vacancy and there was two years left in the term and that I would have to then campaign again for my own four-year term right after and told me all that was involved in all that stuff. And I was just like, okay, all right. So, all right, and? You know, it's something I really wanted and I would be crazy to not take advantage of this opportunity. So then he said he would think he'd wish I'd had a chance to speak with the other two counselors that I hadn't had an opportunity to. So I was like, oh, I have no problem speaking with them. And I was, unfortunately, I was only able to touch base with Counselor Denton. That was Tuesday. Then a couple hours after speaking with her, I was officially offered the position of being sworn in as town counselors. And that was January 5th. So from December 28th, I was being interviewed for Zoning Board of Appeals. And then I was officially being offered the position of town counselor on January 4th and being sworn in on January 5th. So it was a whirlwind. Well, knowing the, the manliest town board, they are uh, an eye for talent. And they've been, uh, uh, you know, busy turning this once blood red town into a blue island out in Onondaga County. And that's because they recognize people that are willing to work and run. And John Deere, um, your supervisor, is an old campaign guy too. So he knew that he was probably trying to scare you because he wanted to know that you would do the work. And uh, it sounds like uh, you are. Uh, so you have been on the town board. What are some of the things that you're proud of? I know you've only been on in a short window here, but what are some of the things that you've uh, been proud of that you've been able to work on so far? Uh, in your time on the board? So, um, as you may or may not know, the town switched to an automated trash service recently. And with that contract, they initially were only being offered a 95-gallon trash bin and 95-gallon recycling bin. There weren't going to be any options for a smaller size bins to be available. And when I first realized that in January, I immediately started saying we need to offer smaller size trash bins for 
especially for our senior citizens and people with disabilities, but also for people who are in townhomes and for other people who it's just not going to work for. Because not everybody has a huge family that needs those large bins. It's just, it's not feasible. We need to have more than just one option available for our, our residents in here. And since January, I had been bringing it up every now and then and about like, we need to have a smaller size option available. We need to have a smaller size option available, not just for them, but also HOAs don't necessarily allow those garbage bins to be kept outside and they're not gonna fit inside garages. And it was just gonna be a big issue for things. And then finally, they, we, I finally was advocated enough for them to Syracuse Hollers and the board, we all went back to Syracuse Hollers and said, look, you need to offer smaller size trash bins. Then they're like, okay, we will for a small fee. That small fee was $162. Yeah, that's not a small fee at all. So then I was like, we need to make that fee go away. And through our work and research, I was like, look, if Erie Village has this amount of many homes, if they pull out and just find their own services, they're going to miss out on this, like a lot of money over the course of this contract. Just put it just for that. And then look at the, look at all these other people that are going to start opting out. They're going to lose a lot of money. It's cost effective for them to just eat the $162 and give us these bins for free. They should have offered us the options in the first place. So eventually, finally, through all that, we ended up getting the smaller size option available and the fee waived. I know it's a small little thing to some people, but I was actually really proud of that, being able to accomplish the smaller size options to be available and for the fee to be able to be waived. Well, I think, you know, those those are the time, time, type of things that town board members, that attention to detail is what, uh, you know, voters are looking for, uh, you know, in, in their prospective town board members, because those little fees add up. And, you know, we're, uh, uh, you know, and, you know, there's a village fee, there's a, town fee, there's a county fee, and they, you know, all of a sudden, uh, you know, if nobody's willing to, to fight for the citizens, sometimes, you know, they, they, they're not, uh, um, you know, they're not going to, they're going to be fallen by the wayside. So, um, so you are running for another term, and then you got to run for another term again. But, well, you know, we'll take it one year at a time. But, you know, what are, what are your goals if you're, when you're reelected, uh, later this year. What are some of the things that you want to work on in next term and the term after? So I'm really hoping to be able to bring in some more economic development opportunities, some more affordable housing development going on, or just housing development in general too, but a little bit more on the affordable end. I mean, we typically tend to just develop some $500,000, $300,000 homes in this area. We aren't all always able to afford those kinds of things, like younger families. It's typically more families that have already started out somewhere and have earned enough and are able to move in here. And also, we have a lot of senior citizens here who aren't really necessarily able to age in place either, because we also don't have a lot of ranch homes or one-level homes. So I would also like to try to get those kind of homes being able to be developed in this area as well. Because even my parents, when they were trying to downsize, they struggled to even find homes that have first floor ensuite bedrooms, even here, or like a, a, even a bedroom on the first floor for that matter when they were trying to downsize after that. That was a real struggle. And I hear from a lot of elderly people who have empty nest syndrome and they're trying to find smaller homes for that, that they can't find those kinds of homes. Even, and I've had conversations with our, with both of our, with the Fayetteville Senior Centers and the Manlius Senior Centers, and 
their with their programs to try to even bring in some more of their programs for our residents to be able to take part in and everything and also better transportation for our seniors that isn't to be able to attend some of their programs because they might just live slightly off the path of our public transportation that we do have available for them. So I'd like to try to bring some of those opportunities in as well, work for those, work for that to try to bring in those kinds of options and opportunities. So uh, you're, we're kind of getting towards the, you know that that sweet spot that I was talking about the twenty the thirty minute episode, um, but uh, I always like to ask what haven't we talked about? What's an issue that's important to you or uh, a fun fact that uh, the voters might want to know about you? Uh, now's your time to just talk about whatever you want to talk. Uh, well, there's lots of fun facts about me, but. <laughs> Um, something about me, and I, I emphasized this when they were talking to me about being appointed to the town board, is that, yes, I am a registered Democrat, but I believe that I am meant, I, if I am put into this position, I am meant to serve everybody, and I represent everybody in this community, and I will vote on how, what I believe is the best option for everybody in this community. I'm not just going to vote as, like, amongst, along the party line, just because everybody else is doing it for, so to speak. I will, I will represent everybody, whether they are Republican, a Democrat, or unaffiliated. I will do what I think is the best option for them and what I believe is best for everybody involved in this area. And I'm not a party lines person. Well, I think that's very important. Uh, you know, I'm a Democrat too, but when you're serving, you're serving everybody. I'm, I'm a Democratic commissioner. I serve every voter. Uh, you know, anybody that walks in the door, and I think that's the same with uh, most elected officials, and especially on a town board that is, you know, has all Democrats on there. You can't just be Democrats because you're serving an entire town, one of the most populous towns in Onondaga County. So it's a, it's a lot of people that you have to serve. Well, Alyssa, um, thank you so much uh, for coming on Zoom and Zarni. Uh, tell people where they can find you on the web, Facebook, all of that stuff. So on Facebook, you can find me at Friends of Alyssa Italiano. And it's A-L-I-S-S-A, an Italian with an O on the end. <laughs> I'm definitely going to get that into the show notes. And uh, thank you so much for coming on again, and good luck on the campaign trail. Thank you very much, Justin. I appreciate it. And that was my interview with Alyssa Italiano, uh, town board member for the town of Manlius. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in to Zoom and Zarni. Upcoming this weekend, I'll be doing my weekly walk on Assembly District 127. That's held by Al Sturby, and it's been changed a little bit. Uh, now stretches over into Madison County as opposed to the southern tip of Onondaga County. So we'll be talking about the registration and performance of that district. Up on my website right now is Assembly District 128, which is held by Pam Hunter. Uh, check that out. Um, next week, uh, my commissioner in the car will be on Tuesday morning at 4 a.m. <laughs> because it'll be election day. So I'll be doing some quick bits in the morning, uh, you know, on, on how um, to, uh, uh, you know, how to uh, vote that day and, and all about that election day and how you get results. All of that will be Tuesday morning at 4 a.m. Next Thursday, I'll be having uh, town board member Ryan Susser, or I'm sorry, I don't know, town board candidate Ryan Susser. Uh, he's running for town board in an even year as well. It's much like Alyssa because uh, a vacancy came about, a little bit different for Ryan 
uh, as he's not a town board member now, but he's running to be a town board member out in the town of Onondaga. Uh, so I'm happy to bring you that interview next Thursday. So that's what I got coming up for you. Enjoy your weekend. If you haven't voted yet, get out an early vote. Get your absentee in by uh, Election Day or go to uh, any polling place on Election Day. Thank you very much and enjoy your day. Bye-bye.